The acts of prayer, brothers, prayer and praise. It's in the, how this thing was kind of spawned was um, the last time we actually had praying in groups. I was praying in Albert's group, and I just thought about that. And thought, you know what? Like I said in my little video, that this isn't the most popular thing that men like to do, getting together to pray. I mean, you know, you want to go to a ball game. You want to have a men's breakfast. You want to have bacon. The guys just show up. Mention prayer. So my hat is off to you guys. I'm blessed to see you here tonight. But uh, just really the heart of it was, though, what Paul told the Galatians, as I shared in the video, that we're to bear one of those burdens, thus fulfill the law of Christ. And, and of course, that's what, when we pray in groups, that's what we're doing. We're, we're talking about our needs and what's going on in our lives and how we can pray for each other. And, of course, things to pray for, family members, you know, loved ones, neighbors, coworkers, whatever, praying for the people in this nation, praying for our governing authorities, those kind of things. But more Praying one for another. I mean, anybody need prayer? Anybody have situations going on that, man, I need some prayer on this. I need to be covered in this. That's what it's all about. So we decided also, well, why not throw in this idea of actually, let's, let's talk a little bit about prayer. What prayer is a bit and just to give some instruction. And so, you know, I mean, uh, some of you guys, this is just, you know, your prayer life is just fine. You know how to pray and everything. But there are guys here, there's no doubt that that. Really, how do you pray? I remember when I first became a Christian, it was like, you know, most of our prayer life was like, you know, void and, and without form. No, you just, there was nothing. How do you pray? And, of course, we know the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And he gave an example, kind of a, an outline for what prayer is. Not that that was to be like, this is the only way you pray, like some, some people do. <laughs> it's kind of silly. But uh, in your handout, so let's talk about this real quick here. Pull out the one that says prayer first. Just simply prayer. This is an acrostic that I came with, uh, came up with years ago. And this is kind of, you know, it's no big deal stuff. But really, we talk about prayer. Well, what is prayer? Place all at his feet. And there's a scripture there that backs that up. Rest in him. When we think about prayer, what are we doing? Man, God, here I am. Here's my situation. But now I kind of turn it over to you. Place it to you, rest in you, acknowledge who he is, the A, you know, who he, who he was and what he's done, the impossible, what he can do. Then we yield to his will. Anybody have a hard time yielding to his will? Because we want our will done. My prayer, I want it answered today. I need it now. I need it. I can't wait. I don't want to wait. I have no patience to wait. And that's generally, though, most of the time when we pray, when it's some big stuff, a lot of times you're waiting. You may be waiting a lifetime, but we got to, we got to. Yield to his will, but then also the, the great news is that we can expect him to answer. In first John, our little, this is the confidence that I mean, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we ask, have asked of him, of course, and some will take that to an extreme that, you know what, okay, I'm asking for the Maserati in the parking lot right now, that when I get out, my pilot's going to be transformed. And I walk out there, still my pilot, was well, because I didn't have enough faith. No, that's not what that is. But we do expect him to answer because he's a good God and he loves us. But also, of course, then to receive the blessings that come with prayer. Now turn this page over, and here's another prayer outline. And this is actually how I learned how to pray with the five points of prayer. We're going to be talking about the acts of prayer, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Why? Because we're only meeting for four weeks. And we could have met for five weeks, but I like the acts of prayer. But this is how I learned how to pray, basically. And, and it was given to me where you have your, your hand. You got 
five fingers, most of us, right? Unless you're, you know, whatever. <laughs> but you have your praise, you have your confession, you have your petition, you have your intercession, you have your thanksgiving. I would literally, as I began to learn how to pray, I would do that with my hand. Okay, boom, this finger would go out. Praise, okay, I'm done praising. Okay, confession, okay, and then, you know, this whole thing. And here, of course, you got scriptures that back that up and what it means to praise, you know, to pay tribute, to esteem, the confession, the petition, the intercession, praying for others, your petition for yourself, and thanksgiving. Um, and again, guys, these are just tools for us to use because we don't want to turn it into a, well, I had my prayer. I did my Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, my kingdom come. I'm done. No, that's, that's useless. But it's, it's a way to help us. And I was talking to leadership. Here's, here's a good analogy, all right? You can go to Costco and get yourself a hot dog. And I always talk about Costco hot dogs because they're just still stinking good. It's just, it's just crazy. Crazy. Let me get this. Sorry about that. Huh? Oh, I'm not going to Costco no more. But anyhow, even at the, the baptism, first I started with a hot dog. Then I had a hot link. Then I made my way to the tacos. But you can have hot dog Costco prayer. Or you can have ribeye prayer. Now, ribeye, you throw on your, you know, your garlic salt, your pepper, maybe some, some garlic butter, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the difference there. Now, oftentimes, we have the hot dog prayer where it's good. I mean, it tastes good, but there's no substance. It's just, there's nothing. But as you know, I've talked about ribeyes because I love ribeyes. But when you have a ribeye, and you walk away from the table after having a ribeye, you know you've had a steak. And it's just like, man, the same thing. We can have prayer, we can have hot dogs, or we can have prayer and we can have ribeye. And these tools, my, our prayer is that would help you to have ribeye-style prayer. Get it? Get it? So that's, that's kind of the idea behind this whole thing. Now turn to the how do I pray one. Pull that one out. And this is the acts of prayer model as well. And, of course, this one here, it goes through the adoration, confession, on the back, thanksgiving, supplication. Has a ton of scriptures that back up each point, each thing, and, and the idea behind it. And, of course, you can take and you can look at all these scriptures and, and study them all and have that be just more where you're, you're deepening just your knowledge of prayer and such. And, and I love the idea, the thanksgiving, supplication, and all that's involved. So this is a great tool as well. So you're really interested and you want to... Look up all them scriptures. That would be great. That would be an awesome thing. That's not a requirement. You're not being asked to do homework at all. Um, but then again, another tool. But now go to the Acts of Prayer, the last page you have there. It's back to back. And this one here I want to focus on a little bit more. And I like this idea here. He talks about here, says, you know, I'm just going to read it. He says, how do you get to know someone when it comes down to it? It's simple. You talk to the person and spend time with them. Your relationship with God is no different. If you want to get to know God, what, his lo what he loves, what his desires, his passions are, you need to spend time with him, and prayer is one of those ways we can do that. Of course, we pray, and of course, in prayer is where we talk to God, and then in reading God's word is where he talks to us. And this is, this is like, of course, the meat of our devotion time. This is it, because I'm, I'm talking to God in prayer, but if I'm doing all the talking, is there something wrong with that? Yes. I'm not listening. So then I have to read. I have to read so I hear. So there's this complete communication cycle. 
I can't have one without the other. I need to have both to have this thing going all the way around. And so these tools that I've given to you, man, again, use them, guys. And like I said, the main emphasis here isn't so much that we're going to sit here and teach theologically on prayer. We're, I'm going to share a little bit out of a psalm, but it's more that we have come together and we have come to pray with one another. And I'm really encouraged to see the turnout here, guys, because I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So with, turn with me now to Psalm, 119, Psalm 111, not 119, Psalm 111. And we're just going to pop through this real quick and then get you guys praying. But tonight, adoration. Now, interesting enough, you might know this, but the word adoration is not even in the Bible. Isn't that interesting? You think it would be, but it's not. Adoration, though, is just another word for praise. Of course, we know praise is in the Bible. Years ago, 1996, uh, probably August, I uh, took a backpack trip. And is John here tonight? There's John. He's going to know exactly where I was. So me and a group of guys, we take, up, take off over Mono Pass. And we go up in the, in the, in the we even had a name for our backpack trip. It was, it was Mano y Mano, Man Over Mano. And it was, just, it was so much fun. We had so much fun getting ready for it and training for it and all that kind of stuff. And, but we go up over this pass, 12,000-foot pass, and we drop into what is called Fourth Recess Lake, Third Recess, whatever, whatever. We end up camping at Fourth Recess Lake. And I've probably told this story before, but I'm with a guy named Randy McGlade as my backpack partner. I'm with a bunch of heathens that are friends from BC days, and, and they, they would still invite me on these backpack trips. It's like, all right, Lord, I guess I'll go out there and be a witness to them. But that's not the point. Point is, so we go to this place, and of course, you've been to Sierras. You know, it's just amazing. So we're at Fourth Recess Lake, and me and Randy decided to go for a a hike right as it's got dark. I got a little lantern. We're walking around. We're walking, you know, um, probably, yeah, um, west on the lake. I think it would be that way or, or east or south. It doesn't matter. We're walking along the lake, and it's glorious. We look up, and the Milky Way was right there, and I'd never seen it. It, it, it was so clear. It was so amazing. It was so beautiful. It was three-dimensional. It was like so deep. And we, we, we spontaneously bust into singing um, How Great Is Our God. We just start singing a song. No, there wasn't. That was um, How Great Thou Art. That's it. Oh, Lord our God, with an awesome wonder. And we start singing this. I'm telling you all this because that's what we're talking about when we talk about praise and adoration. What is, it? what is it that we're doing in that context? So in our psalm here, Psalm 111, we just kind of go through this, and you'll see. So Because in your prayer, and you're, you're just part of really adoration and praise, what is it that we're doing? This is where you praise God for who he is, for his creation, for what he's done, for his power, his authority, his majesty. Even that song, Majesty. Majesty, kingdom authority. I mean, all this is what we're talking about here. And it doesn't have to be King James, thou with oh. It just, it's just like when we were there on the side of that lake, looking up at the stars, like, oh, my God, you're amazing. How great are you, God? So the psalmist goes on to hear verse 1. says, praise the Lord. Here we go. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation the works of the Lord are great. He's praising God. He's adoring God for the works, his works, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honorable. 
is glorious and his righteousness endures for all forever. So we see these things that the psalmist is praising God for. He has made, he has made his wonderful works to be remembered. And the Lord is gracious and full of compassion. So we're just bringing in words. We're bringing in the ideas, the thoughts on what it is when we talk about adoration. And the psalmist, and of course, you read the psalms, and David is tons of stuff. Even in those paperwork, you'll see there's psalm after psalm after psalm after psalm that speaks exactly what we're talking about here. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of of his, serp, of his covenant and the idea of even to thank God and praise him. And, and oftentimes in my prayer, not so much an A-C-T-S deal, but I, I combine the P and the T all the time. I'm praising and thanking, praising and thanking, praising and thanking, praising and thanking when, I'm, when I begin my prayer time. And then I go into my confession. So it's, it's not so much you have to follow this A-C-T-S. It's a good tool but as the Lord leads you, because really, when you're praising God, when you're, when you're gosh, look at that, then you, you thank him for giving you that opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us up to the fourth recess lake to see this. Thank you, God, when you, when you praise him for your salvation, and you thank him for salvation. So I don't want to, I think, Albert, you're doing Thanksgiving? Albert's going to be teaching on Thanksgiving. I don't want to steal all the thunder. But anyhow, that's kind of how it works for me. But he goes on to say, he will ever be mindful of his covenant. You think about that. The psalmist speaking of the covenant God had with the children of Israel back then, but we have the same covenant with Christ ourselves. That covenant that, that could not be broken then cannot be broken now that we have in Christ. Praise God for salvation. Imagine if that covenant could be broken based upon your and my sin. We'd be toast, dudes. Wouldn't that be a bummer? Sorry. <laughs> no covenant with you. No way. So we see these things here. He's ever mindful. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. Seven, the works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are true and sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. Can I get an amen for that? And he has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. Woo! That's what we call adoration, brothers, and praise. So, again, what we've given you here tonight, I hope you take and use these things as tools, but it will begin for you, and possibly you're in a place where even you've been a Christian a long time, and you might need, like, a jump start for your prayer time. It's, it's gotten null and void without form. There's just, ah, you know, I, I, I do my five minutes and that's it. Oh, let's, let's, let's get back. Remember what I said in the video. Jesus himself, in getting ready to teach the disciples on prayer, said that men, what? Ought always to pray and not lose heart. And then, of course, Paul taking that teaching and illustration from Jesus and teaching Timothy in, in the instruction in his discipleship of Timothy, as Timothy was teaching and training, what did he say to Timothy? I want men everywhere praying and lifting up holy hands without wrath and dissension. So it's the men who have been called to pray. And, of course, we use that both ways. It's not just men who have been called to pray. But, guys, sad thing to say is that 
If this was a woman's prayer time, it would probably be double the size. And that can't be. We're the leaders. We're the men. We're the guys that got to set the example. That's what we've been called to do. So, brothers, I'm preaching to the choir because you're here. So, your brothers that didn't show up, talk to them, man. Get them on out here. So, basically, that's it. So, I hope that as we've talked about adoration, you got a little bit better idea. And as you start working on your own prayer time, whatever, again, use it as a tool. It's not meant to be, you know, this is the only way to pray. No. No. The point is, you want to pray like a hot dog or you want to pray like a ribeye? And I hope it's like a ribeye. Amen?